This is GNE, the podcast, Golf and Entrepreneurship with golf artist Dave Baston. And I, he put it up there. He just did a little quick interview and um, put it up there and I looked at it. And my name is alongside like Lee Wybranski and yeah. Hartog, who are like yeah, pop, but yeah, it's their career golf artists. Like, how did this happen? And I was like, whoa, this is, <laughs> <laughs> my name's not, yeah. yeah. So, but he was like, yeah, do your work deserves to be alongside those and that was kind of the first moment where i was like really that's i need to start thinking bigger bigger in bigger terms so what's going on everyone welcome back to g and e the podcast where we talk with individuals who are creating remarkable careers lives and businesses around this great game and before we get into this week's episode i am excited for an announcement about the future of this podcast we will be officially moving to a season-based style show and Besides some slight rebranding at its core, the purpose of it will remain the same. And that is to tell the stories of all these people creating unique lives around golf. And there are a lot of reasons for why we are doing this. And I'll be writing an article on our website about that coming before the launch of the new show. So make sure to follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Ryan C. Walker underscore for updates about that. And feel free to shoot me a DM about guests you would like to see, ideas for the seasonal show, etc., Talking to you all over social media has been by far the most fun thing about doing this podcast, and I look forward to continuing those conversations. So that is the big announcement. It'll be coming in the next few months, and I cannot wait to get the new series out there to you all. But for now, let's get to what we came here for, and that is an interview with a very special guest, Dave Baston. Dave is a golf artist who is making an amazing name for himself over the past year, and One of the things he is known for is completing entire paintings using just a golf tee. They are incredible. And his work has been on the cover of the popular Caddy magazine. And he has collaborated with Seamus Golf, among other awesome projects in the game. And today we talk about how we got started and grew to this point. And quick disclaimer, in the interview, there's a short conversation about Matt Kuchar. So just want to say that this was recorded before the whole Caddy tip thing came out on Twitter. So without further ado... Let's get into our conversation with Dave. He is a really great guy with an inspiring story, so I hope you all enjoy it as much as I did. All right, Dave, welcome to the podcast, man. This has been a long time in the making, and I'm pretty happy about that because uh, you've been doing quite a lot recently, and we're going to dive all into that, but you are a golf artist. You're becoming pretty well known. You're doing some really cool stuff, and uh, before we get to that, can you kind of tell us who Dave is? Spark notes on your background. Yeah, man. First of all, thanks for having me. Absolutely. This is, uh, super pumped for what you're doing for and sure. you know, where this thing has come and you know, thrilled to be part of it. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I um yeah, I'm a husband, dad, you know, to two kids and um I uh I work for an engineering firm. I'm a graphic designer, but I kind of didn't go to school for it, but yeah. you know, they've allowed me to uh find new ways to use creativity in an engineering firm and cool. um, so become a graphic designer for them. And um, yeah, just doing it all. Just doing what so, I can. Yeah. You, yeah I got so, a coffee shop <laughs> yeah, with, some, so, with some buddies and our wives and it's, yeah, it's a blast. You got a lot going on. So yeah. um, like I said there, you are, you know, you've become a pretty well-known golf artist. You've worked with Zachary Blair. You've worked with Seamus Goff. You've uh, recently launched the cover of Caddy Magazine, which was awesome. So congrats on that. And, <laughs> Thanks, crazy. Um, I'm curious, how did you get into art in the first place? Yeah, I think, um, and I mean, it starts when I was a kid, just yeah. always drawing something. I, I wasn't a big reader, but I liked, you know, 
comic books, not necessarily like superhero kind of thing, but you know, uh, Calvin and Hobbes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. And, um, my sister loved drawing. So we would sit around and draw and paint and do whatever. And that was my favorite subject in school. So it was always just kind of part so you've been doing this for a while. It's been since you were a kid. Yeah, always drawing, doodling. Yeah, I'd get in trouble in school for doodling, uh, never talking. So gotcha. This is, <laughs> we'll so see when, how this goes. Yeah. So this isn't your this isn't your thing. You like to sit <laughs> right. back and and paint. So when did you start putting it out there in the world? Because like you said, I, you know, it, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I um, I don't know. I kind of I would use it every now and then, just kind of the you know creative idea. In college, I did some t-shirt designs. Okay. Um, you sell them? Had it. Yeah, it was for like a student group, and so okay. yeah, it was pretty fun. And uh, the uh, I had a couple of professors ask me to do some, some comics and gotcha. for a, a little newspaper and just random stuff like that, but never never shared. Not like you are now. No. It wasn't like this. I mean, you, you think about where we're at and Instagram and you know all of and Twitter and all the things that people can use and see, and you know a lot of those are people writing and but mm-hmm. Instagram being so visual. Just it's perfect for you. Perfect. I mean, um, but yeah, it was always something I was afraid to share. So fear was just always ate it. Yep. Me. Uh, yeah. I had some good buddies. Um, one named Steve Whitby. He was he pushed me a lot to just say, "Hey, this is um, you know you're gifted at this. Not everybody can do this. Let people see it, or just yeah. just do it." Just and get he over challenged it. me, and um, yeah. So finally. It was like, okay, I'm done. I've, I was doing some, as a, as a designer, I would do some freelance logos for friends. And so I would be on the computer for work all day, okay. come home and be on the computer again, doing some design work. And I just got done with the computer. And I, I said, I'm, I've always said I could paint. I'm not doing it. You know, let's, let's just give it a go. Absolutely. And so art is definitely meant to inspire. It's supposed to make you feel something. And I know on your website you have a little bit of a mission statement behind what you do. So when you put a piece of out, piece of art out into the world, what are you hoping to achieve? Yeah, I think it started as, you know, I would sit on the couch and do a little watercolor. And I started kind of around the master's time. And I'm an outdoor kind of guy. So, it, you know, it's either landscapes or um, my parents both grew up near the beach. Okay. So a marsh scene was kind of always something I just kind of, that's where I went if I was stuck creatively. And, um, but yeah, I think when I create something, I just want people to think about the, the journey, you know, yeah. that's really what it is. So for me, you know, it's not always getting to the top of the mountain, you know, maybe it's like, you know, the, the rocky side of the hill or, mm-hmm. you know, that you're climbing up or, yeah. you know, you get lost in a marsh somewhere and you're, you look around and you're like, Oh, this is, you know, this is better than when I was <laughs> playing. It's beautiful. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, so I kind of try to remind myself that while I'm painting. You try, know, it's like, try to show people the important moments in life and to really stop and appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, know? it's all, it's, everybody's got a different journey and mine is crazier than <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> there but, you go. That's, that's all you can yeah. ask for. So yeah. how did you get into painting golf? Like you said there, you, you're an outdoorsman and you were painting marshes, things like that. But yeah. um, when did golf come into the picture? Because that's kind of become your thing, if you may. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, that is, I mean, I've always loved sports in general. Yeah. I grew up playing baseball, basketball. Um, golf was always something that I enjoyed. And I would play with a friend of mine who played high school golf, and he would take me down to a field, and we would we would hit. And um, So he kind of taught me 
you know, the early part of what I learned is golf and, mm-hmm. um, I'm still learning. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so. It's tough. It's probably harder to, than painting. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, they both got the, both got their own, uh. Challenges. Challenges and. For sure. Teach you certain things, but. Yeah, so I started, it, like I said, it was probably, I guess about, we're getting close to four years ago that I started painting. And so it was around the masters and, you know, you kind of start getting that, like. Oh, yeah. to watch the oh, masters. Yeah. And it starts back in. You know, it's getting close now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starts getting cold. You want it to get warm again. So, yeah. So I just started painting some scenes from from Augusta, which is pretty easy to pick out. And, okay. Um, you start selling those, or was it more just? I'm no, it was just, just doing for this fun. For, yeah. yeah. And okay. I was like, well, I'm just gonna share these. Okay. And uh, I started on Twitter sharing them, and a guy named Graylin Loomis. Yeah. Uh, he's at Lynx Magazine now, but he had his own website where he um, he was doing some Scottish golf trip you okay. know, consulting kind of thing and uh, super guy. And he just reached out and was like, Hey, would you want to put some art on my website? I'm doing an art section. And I was like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay let's do it. That's awesome. And, so that was really your first, yeah, um, totally. when he, someone saw it and was like, okay, this is, this yeah. is something special. And then he put it up there. He just did a little quick interview and, um, he put it up there and I looked at it and my name is, Alongside like Lee Wybranski and yeah. Harto, who are like, you know, top of the, you know, it's their career golf artists. You're and, like, how did this happen? And I was like, whoa, this is <laughs> <laughs> my name's not. Yeah, yeah. So, but he was like, yeah, your work deserves to be alongside those. And that was kind of the first moment where I was like, really, that's I need to start thinking bigger, bigger, mm-hmm. in bigger terms. So, yeah. was this? Did you start? So these first paintings were these the ones you did with the T? No, these were just little watercolor sketches, and okay. um, they were kind of quick. You know, I had putting the kids to bed, and then it was easy cleanup, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of throw it on my desk and pick it up the next night. And um, so, now, and that's kind of, you mentioned Seamus. So after after Graylin, it was like I would do kind of my background in, in illustration and cartoon kind of stuff. I would do daily recaps of the majors just for fun. I, I liked watching golf so what do those look like if you're doing a daily recap yeah so you would you know you just kind of capture you know some humor in in the weekend so whether it's you know it's super windy you got you know golf balls flying all over the place or Mm -hmm. you're at the open and you know you capture some of like this year at carnoustie you know the the uh, golf shop across the street or just kind of the little the little details you know some are uh, the masters this year with um with Patrick Reed, yeah, I did him as, you know, Captain America cro- crossing <laughs> Ray's Yeah, I Creek, saw that one. You know? That was cool. That was cool. Um, so just kind of, just kind of silly way to capture. And it started for me just, it's a good way for me to remember. Yeah. You know, I've always doodled, like I said. And so the brain and my hand, I guess somehow they're connected. So if I had, you know, doodled my notes in college, I might have done a better. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're saying that you heard you mention Seamus and there's been yeah. a lot of opportunities that have come from this. And so we are a big proponent of the said term side hustle. You can call it whatever you want, yeah. but basically outside of a job, going after a passion and then, you know, making some money from it and more so opportunities. And so for you, since starting this, have you found that it has enriched your life and led to opportunities that you probably uh, didn't expect coming. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I mean, first off it's, I'm sure my wife's a lot happier with, with <laughs> me. I, you know, it was always a frustration of not being able to 
you know, tap into some creative outlet. Absolutely. Um, and she's totally supported this and, you know, has encouraged me along the way, which I, I think I need more than. Because you're probably, cause you have myself, a family, you know? so she's probably got to help you out because you're doing yeah. this at night and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, so yeah. So she's, you know, she reminds me to get more sleep and. <laughs> uh, and then you know the kids remind me during the day when I'm exhausted. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah there's sure. a lot of a lot of night, late nights painting, and um, but I love it. You know, I just have a workshop outside. That's know, cool. Got the heater running last night. Nice. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, so like you've had, but so you this passion you're doing it outside of yeah. your job, but it's led to some really cool stuff. So was Seamus the first one outside of Graylin Loomis's website yeah. where you were like, okay, this is uh, this is really cool. Yeah. I, I had followed Seamus for a while. Love their, yeah. you know, love their stuff. stuff. And, um, I just, I was at, at the tour championship, I guess it was in 2017 maybe. Um, and I did a quick sketch of Kuchar's head covers, but you know, I was just walking around sketching and painting and, um, I sent it to, you know, I just put it on Instagram and tagged him and, Akbar, you know, immediately was like, dude, I love this. How can I get this? And, uh, and then over, you know, a year of talking it, back and forth and, um, yeah, he was, it was crazy to even think that they were considering, you know, just somehow to work with me. And, um, they were, they asked me to do a painting for their, the backdrop of their PGA show booth last year. And it was a, I saw that five by eight, mm-hmm. you know, huge canvas of, um, old Mac out, out at Bandon and I was thrilled just yeah. to do that. And during, while we were, I was sending images back and forth and they said, how would you, you know, would you like to try painting on canvas that we make into a head cover? Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Never done it before. Yeah. But yeah. Really and, then, cool. and, and so as he mentioned that we just kind of threw some ideas around and I was like, well, let's just have fun. Let's do Augusta. And, okay. and he said, yeah, he said, let's, so let's see if Kuchar wants to use them. And, uh, is he? Yeah. So he used them at the Masters last year. Wow. Which is crazy. crazy. Yeah. You're, I mean, you're I, looking at this like I painted that. I mean, I'd, I'd never cheered for Kuchar more. I, I mean, I love the, the guy, but yeah. like I'd never cheered for him more than that. And that so is awesome. To be watching CBS and, you know, they zoom in on it on the range and then they talk about it as it's, you know, they're getting carried over Ray's Creek and you're like, yeah. what? I'll be sitting on. there watching that all day. It just, I, I got it on repeat. Oh, yeah. You, reco- <laughs> you recorded that. That's, that's yeah, it. yeah, I've got video and images of yeah. that. Because that's, I mean, those things have gone places I'll never. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what do these, these head covers look like for our audience who's never seen them? Yeah, they're just, um, you know, kind of typical scenes from, those were from Augusta, obviously. And um, it, I, my style is a little more abstract. Um, I feel like golf's got a lot of energy that, Mm-hmm. Um, that I try to put on canvas. And so I think, you know, like I mentioned the golf artists before, you know, there's tons of, of super talented artists and you kind of try and find in any kind of entrepreneur kind of thing, you're trying to find your niche and, yeah. you know, what I'm, makes you I, different. Yeah. And as an artist, I'm trying to find my own style and, you know, you kind of grab things from people and kind of implement those. And but kind of along the way, I've, I realized that I enjoy painting, maybe a little faster, a little looser. And that translates to maybe more energy in a picture or a painting than, um, and so I try to grab some unique angles and, you know, these were pretty colorful, you know, thinking about Augusta and, um, we did like the clubhouse on the top of one. We, we did a yellow jacket, you know, for Kuchar being a Georgia tech was yeah. at the top of one of them. And, 
those just yeah trying to capture visually you know just something that it would get people's attention okay. and see it and then also just have fun with it so, yeah absolutely yeah. so like you said there you're a little bit more abstract and mm-hmm. this whole thing you're doing with the tea has been yeah uh, people are big fans of it you made one for me and it's awesome every time people come into my apartment they see it they're like what that is the he <laughs> actually painted that with the tea i'm like yeah i don't know how but he did and so where did like you're saying you're abstract like how did this come about yeah that was uh that was kind of certain times you get kind of in a rut creatively yeah. and, you know yeah, you're looking for inspiration and um I just had this ridiculous idea. Like, I wonder if I could just paint it with a T. You could, I don't know, I could give it away with it if somebody wanted it. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, so I, I sketched one out. I started painting with the T, and I was like, this, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. <laughs> it's different. It's harder than I thought it would be. Maybe I don't know if that's true, but it was it was difficult to kind of get the paint. But it's, it was, I think, in anything creative, if you kind of push the limits, you kind of you know do something just a little bit different you don't know what's going to happen. And that was a lot of fun. So, you know, I had people from all over message me like, Hey, would you, could you do this one in the, the tea? With this tea from this course. Yeah. yeah. And so some I did, you know, like yours, I did on a flat panel and you, okay. you framed with the tea under it. It looks killer. Yeah. It's awesome. And then I, they make a, like a thick wood panel. And so I drilled a hole in the top and you put the tea in the top instead of ball. Like, so if you got a hole in one, Oh, that's cool. The ball on top of the tea and hang it on the wall. It's just kind of a, it started ridiculous, and and now uh, it's, is I, it like kind I of your thing? Killer, yeah. I think people have said, you know, or, or like when when I like you mentioned the ringer with Zach Blair, um, I did a tea painting that they had in their auction, and you know they're like, oh, you did the, you know, so it was just kind of like people recognize it anyway, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, so you don't know. It's, I was gonna, I was gonna get to that in a second. Uh, I have that down my list and questions. But since you brought it up, uh, the yeah. ringer, we had Rob Collins on. He's yeah. he's the man. Awesome interview, what, what and yeah. uh, that was a we, great interview. Yeah, <laughs> it's great interview. And so, but we were talking about it, and I mean, he couldn't have been more of a bigger proponent of it. Uh, yeah. From your perspective, how did the event go? I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I was invited, and you know, Zach asked me to do a couple paintings for for auction and. Um, some prizes uh, for their, you know, the different different events they had going on, and yeah, and uh, I know I mentioned that I play golf, and I, you know, I do, but it's you know, with kids, it's been a long time since I've <laughs> devoted much time to it, and yeah, you're not hitting yeah. the range during the no, week, yeah. Well, I don't know, I, I do enjoy the range; it's yeah. a little quicker than you know jumping on the course, but um, yeah, Zach's like, yeah, why don't you come up? You can play with us a little bit, and you know, I. Were you I, didn't, I didn't totally embarrass myself okay. in front of him, but maybe a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably a little nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, those guys that were there love golf, mm-hmm. and they they love, you know, it, like with Rob and, you know, designing courses and the history of golf course architecture. And, you know, those are the things that I love about painting golf or the, the history and, you know, it's the landscapes, it's sports, it's, it's all these things combined. And so um, – yeah, being there was, it just kind of c- cemented the idea that this is something where I can find a place to, you know, put my passion of sports and and the outdoors and it's all, it's, perfect. it's a great, yeah, and history and the people, it's all the stories and yeah, so that, you know, I met, I met Jay there yep, you know, who yeah, writes for you absolutely. and so that was cool to finally catch up with him and, um, you know, meet Zach and just met a bunch of guys that are super excited about 
what Zach's doing too. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, we, me and Rob talked about it too, and just with the Buck Club and Zach's ability to market what he's doing is just phenomenal. And uh, so, how how did you like Sweetens? I haven't been yet. I'm, I had never seen anything like it. I, I want to go so bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I haven't played. You know, a lot of the courses that I paint, I don't get to go to. I haven't been to. <laughs> yeah, you know, I hope to one day. One day, and um, so Sweetens was kind of this place where I got it. Like I saw what people are, are saying about it. Yeah. It made saying sense. Not just about it, but just, you know, what golf can be. Okay. And so for me, you know, it's, you know, I played in college. I, I, a couple of buddies would go play, you know, pay $12. You play all day at this place. And that was golf to me for yeah. a long time. And, um, and to kind of go to a place that so much intention and design was, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a game changer for me. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's amazing. And it's actually, uh, Jay just wrote an article about uh, his home course growing up and just what a single yeah. golf course can do to someone's life. It can impact you so much. And for so many people, Sweetens Cove has been that way. It's like it's eye opening, and I'm hoping that I'll I'll definitely get out there in the next year. I can't wait. But uh, it's really cool to hear yeah. that from you. And so, um, you know, common theme of this interview so far is that you put, like you said, you were afraid to put this out there. And then you had a buddy who pushed you and like, yeah, you're good at this. Like, you know, go after it. And so, um, you did, and there's been nothing but opportunities since like you, you're hanging out with, uh, Zach Blair and you're, you know, you're you, the, recently you're on the cover of caddy magazine, like the, one of the coolest publications in the game. Yeah. Um, how, how did this happen? That was, I, I'm still, I mean, that just rolled out, you know, recently and, yeah. um, Still pretty pretty floored that that happened. So yeah, they reached out to me in August, I think. Um, like I will over Caddy, just like dude, love your love your work, love what you're doing. Which you know, just to hear that is is nuts. Still, yeah. you know, like I painted, started painting less than four years ago with any kind of intention and and just to have fun, you know. And I think a lot of these you know, a lot of your interviews that I've listened to, it's like, yeah, I was just doing this for fun and it turned into absolutely what, whatever. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah, he was, he commissioned, uh, I guess about five paintings to be in the magazine and go along with their sand belt article or their edition. And, um, yeah, so he sent me a ton of killer photos that they had walked the courses and just kind of drew inspiration from those. And kind of, he was like, just go with your style, do whatever. Yeah. Um, Early or late September, he was like, "Hey, we're thinking about one of yours for the cover." Oh, so you didn't know previously no, didn't, going in? It was no. oh, so going you thought in, it was just going to be in an article? Yeah, okay. And so, yeah, so late late September, he said, "We've got some great photos, and you know your artwork." And we're thinking, you know, this one in particular captured the, like kind of the energy of the of the sand belt. And so he was like, "Would you be cool if we put that on the cover?" <laughs> It didn't take me long to say, yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I think that it's just such a common theme. It's it's amazing just what's been coming. And you just you just like to do this. Yeah. And you accept the opportunity. And then all of a sudden, you didn't know it's going to be on the cover. But then it is. Yeah. And it just keeps on. It keeps on rolling. And so, um, you, you know. I, and I, yeah, go ahead. I, I meant to throw this one out earlier when we were talking. And I forgot. Could, this happened shortly after I started with Seamus. Was, um, and just kind of how this has all impacted you know, my family, too. The we, the guys at um, at State Apparel reached out and sent. They're like, "Would you want to paint a mural?" And it was another for their office, right? Mm-hmm. Was it for their office? It's for their their store in San yeah, Francisco. For the store. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I I had painted 
murals in kids' rooms before, you know, but yeah. he's like, this is in downtown San Francisco, you know, it's pretty epic spot. Epic spot, yeah. We and, featured them, and uh, we had a cool article. Yeah, yeah. he's fantastic. Absolutely. And, you know, so I was able to take my family to San Francisco. They got to see me painting on the outside of this building. You know, my kids are seven and ten, and, and uh, you know, for them to see their dad do see, his thing, see me do my thing and yeah. paint. You know, and it was kind of an illustration style. He wanted to tell the history of, of golf in San Francisco on the outside of his store. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. That was that was another. You'll have to give me some pictures thing. of that because I'm going to yeah. write an article around this interview as well. And so okay. we'll uh, we'll put that up there. But yeah, we'll get them all. You, uh, you mentioned your family there. And so you're working full time, like you said, and we're going to get into the coffee shop in yeah. a second. Uh, you have a family. It was a two kids. Yep. Two yeah, kids. two kids. So um, a common theme with the whole side hustle stuff is where do you find the time? So for you, you know, how do, how do you make it work? Yeah, I think first of all, so I work from home now. Um, oh, that's good. So my company is the group that I work for is in Virginia, and so my boss uh, there's. So I work in a planning department. So it's a it's a creative group anyway. Uh, my boss is is super creative and it's kind of let me try new things in my job. And so working from home was, uh, happened, I guess probably been two years now. And, uh, it's been, you know, he asked me to get my work done. And so that, that job always comes first, you know, during the day, but it also allows me to do that job at different hours too. So if they need something, you know, if I'm working for somebody on the West coast, cause our company is international. So mm-hmm. you say, I got to stay up late to do that job for the West coast. Okay. So, yeah, so it's a flexible situation, um, but for the most part, my painting gets done after the kids go to bed. You know, my wife hangs out for a little bit, and then you know I start you. cranking it out. So, what's the uh, like you mentioned there? What's the setup like? I, so I have a home office where mm-hmm. um, I do a lot of sketching and kind of getting ideas down, and and then, but I also mentioned I, I paint fast and. It gets so it gets kind of messy, and mm-hmm. so I have a workshop outside. It's just a you know no AC, no heating. You know, it's a shed basically. <laughs> what, what's your? House. That's awesome. What's your process like? Do you like to listen to music or you know have yeah, a beer I, while you're doing it? Like no, I got I, it's I got a little TV out there. So sometimes okay. it's Netflix, sometimes it's um, music, sometimes it's podcast or yeah. books or I always I do like to have something going on, you know, with some noise. So okay, maybe every once in a while it's nothing. Yeah. Most, most part, most you're doing time it's it's kind of keeps that energy going for me. So yeah, absolutely. So um, something we like to talk about a lot, whether it's you know with you and R in a personal venture, or someone with a business, is really marketing yourself. So mm-hmm. for me, I love I love marketing. It's a lot of what I do with my profession outside of all this. And so for you, did you find that Instagram was just this complete perfect avenue for you and to promote it? And was it was there any strategy or was it more just uh, post this and they will come? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it was perfect. I mean, Twitter yeah. was great. I, it's where I started and, um, you know, just the interaction with people was fantastic. And then I realized I needed, I needed more of a visual place to kind of, kind of capture those images so that people could see, you know, scroll through them easily mm-hmm. and go through uh, your entire feed and yeah. just see what you're kind and of, so Twitter's still is. fantastic, you know, oh, for, absolutely. for interaction, and, especially golf. Yeah. And I've jumped back into that more, yeah. um, but yeah, Instagram was just a place where I could throw stuff. And, and it started, you know, it was family and sketches and art, and, you know, it was all kind of mixed in. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I started, you know, just kind of a art only kind of feed just to 
people, you know, I was, people were starting to come follow me that, I didn't, yeah. you know, I don't know who you are and like, that's fantastic. <laughs> and I want to, you know, I'm glad you're here looking and, yeah. um, you know, they may not be interested in all, you know. So where, of, where can we find you? What is the, uh, what's your handle? So it's DP Bays. B-A-Y-S. Yeah. Underscore art. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's a really cool feed. And obviously if you listen to this, you're in the golf. And so you will, you'll find it to be pretty cool, but um, you got a lot going on. What do you like to do outside of all this? If you're not not painting, you're not hanging with your family, you're not working. You know what? What do you like to do? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I'm. It's. Uh, I would love to say I have a lot of time to go camping and hiking and do all that kind of stuff, but you know, time is limited. And yeah. so, um, for me, it's. I mean, art is really. It's a passion, and so if I'm, you know, at church listening to somebody talk, I'm sketching. I'm, you know. I've, my brain kind of processes visually. And so if I'm, yeah, if I'm watching a golf tournament, I'm usually sketching what's going on or, um, yeah, it's, it's playing sports. Yeah. You know, yeah, any of that. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, back to the topic of the side hustle. Um, well, actually, you know, we'll, we'll dive into that in a sec. I want to talk about the coffee shop. Uh, yeah. It's really cool. It's called Breakman's Coffee. Breakman's um, Coffee, yeah. How'd this come about? Uh, yeah, so I, um, yeah, it's a couple of buddies. We were, um, getting together and just kind of meeting, talking about business and, and life. And it was, Matthews is just outside of Charlotte. So, mm-hmm. um, we, they, they own some nonprofits down in Matthews. And so we were just kind of hanging out chatting. There was a coffee shop that ended up closing and, um, the landlord was doing something different. And so left a big big open hole. And, you know, one of the guys had, um, opened coffee shops randomly in the past. He just, was a coffee nut and he's like, we could do this. And I, you know, I'm like, no, we're not doing this. (laughs) I already got a lot on my plate. Yeah. And, uh, and this was kind of, you know, I was doing a little bit of art at the time. This was probably two years ago when we started kind of talking about this coffee shop and he found a little bungalow right there on the, this old, it's an old downtown, you know, it's an old mm-hmm. hardware store and this is an old bung, bungalow house and it's got a great, it's got great character. And when we walked through it, we were like, oh, it's locked I can see this, this is, yeah. this is killer. So we, I sketched out kind of the interior design of it, like what I felt like the counter and all that space should look like. And, um, one of the guys, wives loves interior design. So she took it to the next level and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's doing fantastic. That's awesome. It's just I I was able to do the logo, the branding. So, you know, that the creative side of it is kind of where my my part is and yeah. um I have art hanging in there. That's I what get, I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah I get Are you have, selling your art in there? Yeah. And you know, we sold a couple of pieces, but it's more of a place for people to see it, you mm-hmm. know. I don't know if a ton of people go to coffee shops to buy art, but it happens and yeah. I get to meet other local artists and put their stuff on the wall, so Certainly didn't want it to just be my stuff. So that's cool. Um, yeah, that's been that's been really fun. That's awesome. How how many uh, people are involved with it? There's three families. Okay. So it's um, me and my wife, and then yeah, two other couples. And uh, my wife worked there for you know, the first year, just kind of getting it going. And she had never been a barista, but she killed it and <laughs> loved it. And I think uh, yeah, so that. The amount of time I put into that again is extra time, and so it's. But where it is now, a year, a year and a half later, it's. You know, I I might redraw the menu, or I might, yeah. you know, coordinate the art and make some T-shirts or something like that. That's awesome. So it's, 
yeah, the, the time investment is lower now than, than it was when you I had just to get to enjoy a good, yeah. a good latte. So that's really cool. That's really <laughs> cool. So, I mean, it's, it's awesome. All you got going on. And, uh, like I mentioned there before that question was kind of back to the whole, the whole side hustle thing and what you talked about in the beginning with the whole fear. So like for myself personally, I remember when I was about to put out this podcast and start Genie and just like put out something I wrote and I was an awful writer and it's just like, <laughs> um, kind of scared of what people would think about it. And it makes you hesitate. You're like, Oh, should I do this? Is this, yeah. is this just dumb? And, um, but, but you do it. And two years later, or I guess like a year and a half now for myself, I can't believe the that's opportunities yeah. and the stuff that's happened. And I'm could not be more of a proponent of just starting. Like you'll figure it out as you go, but just, just get going with it. And so for you, like, were you, were you scared? Like you said, you were a little bit, but like, was it, did it take you a while to get over that when you were first putting out the art? I think it was, I mean, this was four, almost four years ago now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm 42. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of fear, you yeah, know, it's absolutely. Like years and years of just saying no, like I'm not going to, you, you don't need to do that. It's just, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of artists in my family. My sister's fantastic, like I said, and my mom is an artist, and my granddad I, he dabbled some. And they always viewed, I, growing up, I viewed art as a hobby. You know, okay. it's like just this thing you do, and you know, you know it's everybody just, does it. It's more for yourself. Right? Right? Just keep yeah, it, yeah, it's for me. And um, but as I started realizing and talking to some of my friends here that I, I paint with, um. They, they in particular are like, you know, this is, this is what you're, this is inside you, something you're made to do. And, um, so to see it as a, you know, something that's part of me and, you know, it's whether it's a gift or a blessing or it's, you know, it's a struggle sometimes it's, you know, there's that fear was holding me back from doing, doing anything. Mm-hmm. I would just say I could do it and, and then be frustrated that I wasn't, yeah. you know? but yeah. I, would, I was either scared of, of, not being able to do it or scared of what people would say yeah, like, negative like or just nothing. You know, if nobody said anything, then yeah. what's worse? I don't know, but exactly. That and didn't so, happen, so. Yeah. And here, and here you are. And, and I yeah. think that's the point of it though, is that didn't happen. And yeah. for most cases that won't. And like, obviously you have a unique approach and you work very hard at it. Um, but if you're somebody who may be listening to this, it could be art, it could be golf, it could be anything. And they're like you, where it was just like a couple years, like, I know I can do this, but you know, what will people think? Or yeah. am I, am I not as good as I think I could be? You know, what would you say to that person to get over that fear and just put yourself out there? Yeah, I think that's it. Like, you know, I read, uh, or I heard a, a, um, an artist, John Acuff was, I, I think it was just start, like yep. start something, do something. Okay. Um, and I had another friend who was he was kind of in the same boat he was like i just got to start something and i've had guys reach out to me actually uh you know through instagram and um there's a kid that uh he's a college golfer but he loved art too and so i was like you are you're in a killer spot you get to play golf all the time yeah all these cool places just start sketching it like share it and uh so it's been fun to kind of watch him uh post some stuff and and I met a, you know, a guy at the ringer who, um, he's like, yeah, I'd love to paint too. I paint some golf stuff for friends and start to share it. You know, you there, don't know. Man. Yeah. You don't know. Um, I mean, so that's I had cool. no so you've been telling people to do it. You've been yeah, telling oh, people yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I get feedback from people who say, um, you know, I enjoy art and you know, I'm just not, not very good at it or whatever. And I, I mean, I said that for so many years, you know, like just 
you're, you're better, probably better than you think you are, first of all. And you'll get better. Yeah, and you put that work in. Like, I mean, I'm, a, I'm embarrassed about some of the stuff that I've already shared oh, years too. ago. All yeah, the time. Like, I really. can't go listen to my first podcast. I cringe. Yeah. I absolutely cringe. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm probably not going to listen to this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get better at this. So. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, man. Yeah, I think you put in the work and you see that progress. And my wife does it too. She's like, your work is so different from when you started. And it's just from putting in the, the hours. It's that process. It's like process is grit. It's just when it's funny in a painting, you get about halfway through and you're like, why, why, why am I painting again? Yeah. I, don't, I am not, this is not, I'm, this is not working. I just need to quit. And it's those, those thoughts just kind of run your brain again. And then you, push a little further mm-hmm. and you, the painting starts, you know, coming to life a little bit and you push a little further and, and you got something that, that yeah, looks good. That's true. And something I love a saying is, uh, it's like a, a single piece of paper by itself is really nothing. But mm-hmm. if you continue to stack them up, uh, you know, four or 500 days later, you have something that is substantial. So sure. that kind of always holds true to me is like a single day. It's like, you know, like you said, like, why am I doing this? Like sometimes you're like, what is the point of this? But, um, like you, like you look back a year from now and you're probably like, like, wow, this all stacked up into something really special. Like I'm, you know, I'm on the cover of caddy and things like that. And so 2018 has um, been pretty nice. 2018 has yeah. been yeah. pretty nice. So nothing that, I could have imagined. Man, imagine. you segued perfectly into my next question. What's the future of all this 2019 and beyond? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, um, there's some, some ideas that I have run in my head and some that I've talked with some people about, um, nothing, nothing in in stone yet, but just some fun ideas I think that are going to be good, but continuing to, you know, have people reach out to me. We take commissions and, you know, just paint anything that, you know, I think inspires me on the side, you know, so kind of mixing those two of having people contact me and then kind of putting out the things that, you know, in between that are good and what I enjoy. So yeah, 2019, I don't know. I've had, I've had some, Tournaments reach out to me about doing some cool. some gifts and stuff like that. So we'll awesome, see. you gonna yeah. play it all? Yeah, I try to. Yeah, I mean, my well, goal for, my goal for 2018 was to play more golf. Yeah, and I so did was mine, but I didn't. <laughs> I, didn't I did that, but there wasn't a lot. I didn't have to go very far. So. Well, we'll go play yeah. soon. Yeah, yeah, definitely, at least something. Definitely. But uh, well, man, this has been awesome, Dave. Outside of uh, your Instagram and Twitter, which we said was DP Bays B A Y S underscore Art, where can we find you online to get in touch? Uh, yeah, look at uh, work. Website is DaveBaysden.com. Okay. Um, so Pretty you'll simple. see, yeah, you'll see a bunch of work up there and um, try to keep that updated. But Instagram's definitely. And if someone listens to this the and they stuff. like, uh, they like the whole T idea and they want something, do they just DM you? Do they email you? Like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can uh, DM me or email me. Okay. At, uh, my email's on my website. And, cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, hey, dude, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for the time and. Uh, We'll try maybe get you back on the year. See uh, yeah, how twenty nineteen played out. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll recap twenty nineteen or something. For but sure. yeah, love what you're doing. You know, you're killing it. Love Thank your you. guests and the interviews are just fantastic. So Thank happy you. to be a I part appreciate of that. It. Awesome, Dave. We'll, we'll wrap this up, man. But thank you. Yeah, dude. All right, and that is our interview with Dave Baston. A big thank you to him for coming on the podcast and telling us his story. It was a lot of fun. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we are moving to a seasonal-based series with some rebranding, but the stories and features will remain the same. So make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at geniemagazine.com, spelled G-A-N-D-E magazine.com. 
for updates on the release of that new series. And until then, thank you everyone for listening today.